It's a two-bell Tuesday. The offseason really gets cracking today for the NFL, and the Indianapolis the Colts, the Colts have got a decision to make about Michael Pittman Jr. and the use of the franchise tag. Now, Ballard's never used the franchise tag. The last time anybody did for the Colts was Grigson. He franchised Pat McAfee at, at one point. Uh, are the Colts likely to franchise Michael Pittman Jr.? They need to sign him to an extension. Are they going to utilize a franchise tag to buy themselves some time to do that? There's no reason to make that decision on February 20th. They have until March 5th. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about Indiana University basketball. Mike Woodson on his radio show last night talking about the black uniforms. They're goners. He didn't like them. Uh, get rid of those things. Are you out of your mind? For God's sake, if you're winning games, okay. You, you know what? Throw that out there. Move some merch out of the gift shop. All of that stuff, that's fine. The swag store. But do not, when you're having a disappointing season, what in the hell are you throwing these things on your players for? Nobody's going to buy them. Nobody should buy them. This is not Indiana basketball, for the love of God. And what we see on the floor is at Indiana basketball. Why agitate people with ugly-ass jerseys that belong on an AAU player, not an Indiana University player? We'll talk about that a little bit, too, and what else Mike Woodson had to say uh, uh, about his team. Boy, oh boy, I'll tell you what, when coaches start talking about how they're not making excuses for their teams, all of a sudden, you know that they are. Uh, the Outer Creek says, uh, old heads, better than new heads. That's the truth, right? That's why old heads become new heads. We'll talk about that a little bit, too. Uh, some the Twitter fun yesterday, X fun, I guess, actually. Um, you know what? Yeah, yeah. He, he also talks about confidence and comfort as though they cause winning instead of the inverse, right? Okay, and comfort's the wrong word, but we'll talk about that a little bit too. Confidence comes with winning. Confidence doesn't bring winning. You don't become confident, then you win. You win, then you become confident. What the hell are we talking about, for God's sake? You know what? People in front of a microphone sometimes think that just because they're talking into a microphone, they're making sense and ought to be taken seriously and that people are going to believe what they're selling. That's not the way it works. This is Breakfast with Ken, a beautiful two-bell Tuesday, brought to you by the great people at my bookie. Look, uh, it, it, turn your basketball knowledge into and skill into wins at my bookie, where every shot... Every spin, every every bet opens the door uh, to a payday. You know whether you're whether you're backing your favorite NBA team or seeking the thrill of a casino win. My bookie provides a world class betting experience. So whether you're whether you're putting it on IU, whether you're putting it on Purdue, whether you're putting it on the Pacers, let's go. Turn that acumen that you have for basketball into some cash. Invest. It's not gambling. It's investing if you know enough, right? You can and use promo code Kent and experience the thrill. Um, you you can secure a fifty percent bonus. I'm sorry, it's dark where I'm looking. 
I, I'm just too stupid to put the put the sheet in the light. Uh, secure a 50% bonus on your first deposit with promo code Kent and experience the thrill of back in your favorite team. Hundreds of player props and the allure of my bookies casino. All right. Uh, subscribe if you haven't already, and, and so many of you have. Thank you for that. Uh, like all videos. Hit the bell so you get an alert every time we go live. And if you want to make a donation, as Otter Creek did, you are welcome to do it. We will share your comment, share your question, answer your question. Let's talk about sports. Let's get going. The light of day. The light is shining here. In here, we have a Klieg light of hope that's shining on the information that we are presented. We turn it into wisdom like old heads do. Young heads don't know. That's how you become an old head, by learning from the old heads. Young heads must listen. They must learn from the old heads. This is how wisdom is passed down from generation to generation. It's not through the aggregation of experience that the, the young heads become old heads. It's listening to the old heads. I would dispute that I'm an old head, but that's a different story for a different day. All right, let's talk about uh, Michael Pittman Jr. Michael Pittman Jr., the amount of money that the Colts would have to commit to him in a franchise tag situation is $20.7 million. Michael Pittman Jr. is worth more than that to the Indianapolis Colts. So you have a decision to make. Do you franchise tag him or do you sign him to an extension that keeps him here for, let's say, four years, $88 million, $22 million a year, and you guarantee the majority of that money? I, I think that the Colts and Pittman are at a point in the negotiation where they, they've kind of narrowed that down. And the Colts, they have a really good understanding of what Pittman is worth to the franchise. Pittman and his agent have a really good understanding of what they're worth to the franchise. And they're not that far apart, but maybe they need more time to get that negotiation kind of synced up and put ink to paper. If that's the case, you've got between today and March 5th to franchise tag a guy. You guarantee yourself that that player will be yours for the coming year. People do this and then they sign them to extensions. Yeah, you buy yourself beyond free agency, right? You can sign an extension anytime. So you can do it in June, July, August, whenever. It doesn't matter when. But if you don't franchise tag, then free agency opens and Michael Pittman Jr. is available to the highest bidder. The Indianapolis Colts, they don't want that. Ballard doesn't want that. Ballard really, really pressed it a few years ago, 2020, when he took Pittman with the 34th overall pick. Since then, here is what uh, Pittman's done. Every year, his uh, reception number has gone up. He's gone from 40 his rookie year to 88 to 99 to 109. The yards have gone from 502 to 1082 to 925 to 1152. He is in ascension. He is a really good receiver. You can argue whether he's a number one receiver, right? A number one receiver you would like to have with a little more deep speed, uh, a, a greater ability to kind of take the top off a of defense. That's not Pittman's game. Pittman would argue, hey, with Gardner Minshew, that's not what he's asked to do because Gardner Minshew is not throwing deep. So you sent Alec Pierce, 
on fly routes every damn down to try to drag a defender or two out of the play. And then you had Michael Pittman Jr. using his ability and his fluidity in cuts to get open and receive the ball from Minshew. You know what? That happened a lot. And you watch these guys run routes. Michael Pittman Jr. may not have tremendous straight-line speed, but he is very smooth in his cuts. He is very explosive in his cuts, and he can gain separation in his cuts. Watch him in games. He is really, really good, and he's become a terrific tactician. He is very competitive. He will go up and get the ball in traffic. You know what? He was the guy you needed to defend against, and last year, 109 receptions from a quarterback who couldn't throw the ball more than 20 yards downfield with pace. That is a really, really good result. So as Anthony Richardson comes back, Michael Pittman Jr. becomes even more important, and you have to bring him back. If you're going to commit $25 million this year in cap space to Quentin Nelson, you have to be willing to commit 21 to Michael Pittman Jr. Uh, Aaron Perry says, those are good numbers considering Pittman had five different quarterbacks. Yes, that is exactly right. Michael Pittman Jr. is a boss. Michael Pittman Jr. is really good at what he does. And that cannot be, uh, don't nickel and dime in this negotiation, and, and Ballard won't. Ballard knows the score. Ballard knows what he's doing in this thing. I'm not worried about it. it it's if they franchise him, it's only to buy, buy time to be able to sign an extension. Uh, the combine starts Monday, but workouts don't start until Thursday. Uh, March 1st and 2nd are the most intriguing for us. You've got defensive backs and tight ends. March 1st at 3 o'clock, that'll be on the NFL Network. I love the NFL Network's coverage of the combine. Quarterbacks, wide receivers, and running backs, 2nd of March at 1 o'clock. That's a Saturday. The wide receivers to watch, obviously. I mean, the the top five guys uh, have really kind of separated themselves. Uh, you've got Marvin Harrison Jr., who is going to be gone, long gone, when the Colts select, and they're not trading up to get him. The amount you would have to spend, the draft equity you would have to spend to move up from 15 to third or fourth to go get Marvin Harrison Jr., it's way too much. Like that, there is no way. Chris Ballard's doing that. Uh, Malik Neighbors from LSU. Roma Dunze from Washington. The Outer Creek says, Kendon Dockett show yesterday, or today. Yes, 2 o'clock. I'll be on uh, the Indy Sports ticket with the great Dan Dockett. I always go in studio because it's fun. I enjoy it. I, I like being around Dan. Uh, Roma Dunze, thanks for the, uh, the underhand toss, Outer Creek. Roma Dunze from Washington. I love that kid. I Now, if you had a chance to trade up for Roma Dunze, if he's still on the board at like 11, 12, which I don't think he will be, you know what, move up. Um, Brian Thomas Jr. from LSU, Xavier Worthy from Texas, okay, or Xavier Worthy, I'm not sure. I got to tell you the truth. I'm going to have to ask him when I'm at the combine. Uh, the cornerbacks, Quinion Mitchell from Toledo, really, really good at the Senior Bowl. Nate Wiggins from Clemson, Kool-Aid McKinstry from Bama, Jalen Key from Bama, Cooper DeJean from Iowa, and then at tight end, Brock Bowers um, from Georgia. And, and for people who don't think Brock Bowers 
will be available at 15. You might be right. He might go earlier. But people got to follow. You can only take 14 guys with the first 14 picks. And teams have needs, whether that's offensive tackle, whether that's edge. This is a good offensive tackle draft. It's a good edge draft. It's a really good wide receiver draft. And you've got three or four quarterbacks who are going to fall in the first 15 too. So somebody's going to trickle down. Somebody's going to be available at 15 that's pretty damn good. And if not, then Chris Ballard does what he loves to do, and that's trade back for more trade equity or for more draft equity. Let's talk about Indiana. Mike Woodson talking about the uniforms last night on his radio show said they will not be back. Uh, Kind of out of my hands. What does that mean? It was kind of out of my hands. Was it in your hands or was it not in your hands? There is no kind of out of my hands. It's either there or it's not. Mike Woodson says that the decision to wear the black uniforms was not his, that he prefers the white uniforms. He wants them to wear white. And so those black unis, they're gone for the rest of the year. They will not be worn again. Said IU, that he's not making excuses, but IU's the youngest team in the Big Ten. I don't know whether that's true. He also said that uh, Xavier Johnson, I know that he pronounces it Xavier, Uh, His injury is a problem with his team, but is it? In January, he played the month of January. Indiana was 3-5 in the Big Ten in the month of January. They are 1-3 in the Big Ten since, but he missed the two Big Ten games in December against Michigan and Maryland, and Indiana went 2-0 in those games. So in the Big Ten, IU is 3-3 without Xavier Johnson, uh, 3-5 with him. Johnson... It's not like you're bringing Isaiah Thomas back from injury, for God's sake, all right? Xavier Johnson brings a set of problems his own self as he comes back from injury. So let's not get that twisted. This is not the Savior, all right? He, He may come through that door, and he may play, but we know, you know what you're gonna get with Xavier Johnson, and it changes from possession to possession. Indiana's not very good. They don't shoot it well. They don't defend well. When you don't defend well, it's hard to generate transition buckets that are going to lead to a higher shooting. Everything feeds everything, right? We talk about it in football all the time, where all positions are connected and all efforts on the field are kind of interconnected. If you've got a really good defense, you're going to have a better offense. And if you've got a better offense, you're going to have a better defense. On and on and on and on. Same with special teams. Uh, yeah, and, and Woodson keeps talking about comfort and confidence as though they lead to winning. They don't. Winning leads to confidence, and comfort is not a part of the equation. Although I'll forgive Woodson for just kind of, I know what he's trying to say. He wants guys to feel tethered. He wants them to be productive. He wants them to exist on the floor and know what they're doing. He wants them to be well-prepared and functional. He wants them to be knowledgeable. That's what he wants. And, and that can provide winning. But confidence comes only with winning. They talk, and, and Cups talked about this at the end of the game or in the post-game press conference after the loss to Northwestern. He said, you know, we just need confidence shooting free throws. No, you need to make free throws. Then you become confident. 
You don't just suddenly become confident and then start making free throws. The confidence comes because of the success. The success doesn't come because of the confidence. That is old head talk. That's smart talk. The young guys, they don't get that. Uh, Uncle Buckle, excellent. Your first super. That is that is wonderful. Although the uh, graphic showing that it is your first super blocks your comment. <laughs> Ironically, so I can't see it and share it. What? <laughs> That's not good. Let's celebrate some birthdays on this Tuesday, shall we? Joshua Lauren, or Wells, happy birthday. Ryan Lawrence, the great Rick Hightower, happy birthday. Scoot Walker, the great Al Brock. Happy birthday. Al Brock taught me something about programming a radio station that was really, really important. And and thanks to Al Brock for that. Charlie Kimball, happy birthday. Sean Reynolds and Eric Faulkner, happy birthday. If today's your birthday, you celebrate like hell. If it's not your birthday, you celebrate somebody else that's best done with an honest and specific compliment. The best we can do in life is help others live a better life. Put a smile on somebody's face. Don't put a, pr a frown on somebody's face. Am I right or am I right? Or am I right? Am I right? Right. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.